Hi, you're listening to Archosaur D&D. This series contains content not quite suitable for children, so viewer discretion is advised. In the land of Baldur's Gate, we follow two intrepid adventurers on their quest to either find their fate or seal their doom. This is Arcosaur D&D. Hello, and welcome to Arcosaur D&D. I am Scott, your Dungeon Master, and tonight we still have playing with us. Anna, playing Lysander Dragonsbane. And I am T.S., playing Suka the Kobold. And last week we played a rather interesting little session where you guys fought a bunch of face fighters after after the after which you fought a giant purple worm where two of you got eaten. Well, two of the NPCs that are traveling with you got eaten. Technically three, because Chuck dove inside the thing and killed it from within, like Drax. True. And before that, you had to find the way down into that into the area where you entered the Underdark, fought some stuff, and afterwards made your way to the location that was appended to your map that showed a spot in the... Un- in the Underdark that was some kind of temple. And after you are, after you arrive at this temple, there is no... There, there is no map anymore. The, the scroll goes blank. Brilliant. Oh, I guess we're here. Ahead of you sits... Two large doors, large iron doors, that seem to have what look like demons. Kind of like they're coming out of the door. One is holding an arm out, and there is projecting a blue flame, almost a blue-black flame, that is producing no light other than from what you can see of it. The one on the left... Or turn yeah, the one on the one on your right is producing the blue flame. The one on your left is producing a bright fire that is illuminating in a radius that oddly enough is not in conjunction with this black flame. It seems to just drink up light. Funky. So um, we're gonna go on ahead and go in. Go. We're gonna go on ahead and go in initiative in the initiative order that I'd set up last time. So, Lissara, it is it is your turn to move. Alrighty, I'll. Let's see. I go to. Yeah. 
here, I think. I don't want to get too close to those things. Okay. Is there any other stuff that you want to, any other stuff that you want to do? Um, any kind of like uh, ability checks or? Yeah, I'm thinking perception would be good. See if there's like that or maybe medicine. See if there's like any kind of the, the discernible life force coming from those things. Um, I would say that would be that would be you could you could only as far as a medicine check would be concerned you're not, are, are you going up and touching like the touching the stone cuz it looks like these these are made out of or touching the the metal which it seems like these are made out of metal are you touching the metal to see if it's like warm to the touch or has a pulse or are you going to in, like trying to investigate the fire which would be an arcana check Because I, I see a medicine check as you're trying to discern whether something is still alive, dying, or has some sort of illness. So seeing may, maybe alive-ish, so I'll go up to it and and then step back because I kind of figured that that's probably some kind of magical flame since it's not. not so, radiating much light. Yeah. Um, as you grow, get closer to the flame, you can feel on your left-hand side the flame that is... that is... a flame is warm, but I, the, the fire that you're standing in front of, as you walk forward, the closer you get to it, the colder it is. To the point to where you can actually see your breath fog in front of your in front of your face. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna move. I, I don't know if I need to move around to one side of these things to, like, touch it, see if they get any sense of life or whatever. Okay, um, you can approach... Not. You can approach closer to, to actually touch okay. it. Okay. You don't have to move to a yeah, side. Just just walk up to it. Yeah, uh, just go about that far, and then a uh, medicine check, right? Yes, you can do a medicine check there. All right, sixteen. You almost exclusively bonus. Yeah, but a, a sixteen is is enough to check something. You touch it. And as you're touching it, the stone is cold, but you do feel this hum, kind of a thrumming hum through the metal. You you kind of get the the intonation that this is alive somehow, but not in a sense that you're aware of. You're used to feeling a pulse, you're used to feeling warmth, but you're feeling this whoom, whoom, whoom through the metal. Very strange. By the by, you're now um, right next to this flame and it is freezing. I mean, you're not taking any damage. You don't have to make any checks. But it is ungodly cold. Okay, I'm gonna... Can I, 
I move anymore or let's see you started like from, away from it you started from here well back yeah that's uh, about 44 feet of movement okay so no I can't do anything else okay so you, you are there <laughs> um, I'm going ahead and diff whose turn it is next goes on ahead and approaches to that look no approaches the other one let's see that's 30 feet his movement is well maximum of 30 feet uh yeah he's he's gonna move forward and stand there and ask so what did you find Other than this thing is breathing like an ungodly cold. There's a definite hum of. I'm not sure if it's mechanical or or what, but there's a hum like almost like a pulse to it. Like maybe it could be alive. I, I really don't know. Uh, Rost, go, Rost goes on ahead and moves forward. Doesn't get quite close enough to to these two demon-looking edifices. But as he approaches the right one, he does start to visibly shiver. Yeah, you might want to stay more to the left. He he agrees. He he actually moves back over toward a little bit behind Diff. Uh, Suka Chuck is Chuck gets to move before you, but Chuck will move with you. So where would you like to go? What would you like to do? Um, I will go. I'm certainly not being so quiet that you couldn't hear me. Letting Laroth know that it's rather cold, cold on my side. Suka doesn't really like the cold, but she will move over there. Uh, that's on her shoulder. This one will move actually about here. Okay. Chuck will move and, up behind uh, you. As you approach that statue, or as you're heading toward that statue, or not statue, but that, that edifice on the door, uh-huh. you do feel that radiating cold from the from this black flame. And it's... So, you, you are, you're not going to take any damage or anything, but your proximity, you feel that if you get closer, you might have to make some sort of check. things do they kind of look a little draconic in a way considering all the dragon hearts they're harvesting um make a religion check can i 
make it an advantage since uh, my favorite enemy is dragons? Um, the yeah, since you're since you're specific on survival checks to track them. I believe I'm also supposed to have like advantage on intelligence or history checks as well. Yeah. Um, I would say go on ahead just because it, you're you're trying intelligence or wisdom check. It doesn't matter what the particular skill. Yeah, it, you're you're trying you're what you're saying you're wanting to do is try to discern if these are dragons. Yes. Or so if they have like a draconic origin, like yeah, these uh, type of draconic demons, like twisted draconic demons. Yeah. Glad I rolled advantage because uh, I have nothing in intelligence for a bonus to this. Mm-hmm. And I got a three and a nineteen, so I'm gonna take the nineteen. Okay. Uh, on a nineteen, from your position, looking up the stairs at these creatures, at, at, or at these edifices, <laughs> you are pretty sure that they are not draconic in any way. They seem okay. to be abyssal. All right. Um. I don't know what I like I said I'm smarter than your average scroll bowl but your average scroll bowl has got like six intelligence so I yeah. intelligence uh, so trying to think what type of check <laughs> I make to figure out what do does the fire itself like correlate with any dragons not that you're aware of. With that check, you'd be able. With the check that you made, you can tell that these are not draconic fires, but they are magical in some origin. Okay. Um. Let's see. Um. Hold on. Let me check my racial abilities because I think I can dash as a bonus action using my cobalt. Uh, no, it's hide and disengage. Um, okay. If I could get closer, um, I would like to uh, use my tinker tools on them to see if I can figure out if these are mechanical. Um, I am actually a bit of an engineer, cobalt engineering. Okay, if you want to, if you want to check one of them out, I I will tell you if you go to the one that Lacera is at, it's you you will have to make some sort of check to to resist the cold because it is freezing. That would be Constitution. Yep. I'd probably check oh, that's the warmer bad. one. Yeah. I'll check the warmer one. All right. As you as you step like, outside of the radius, like I said she, like I said, she originated from a volcanic environment. Yeah. You know, volcanic caves, so she used to heat. Yep. As you step away from the from the other side, you can feel the immediate temperature change, and it's more comfortable for you. 
So you said you're going right. to do a mechanical check? Yes. Uh, what? So just any specific check or just roll with Tinker Tools? Uh, you can um, be rolling with the Tinker Tools. Yeah, roll, roll with Tinker Tools. Yeah. So, um, um, it'd be it, it would be um. In, I'd, I'd be using wisdom properly because. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, it, with the modifier. Yeah, proficiency modifier bonus. Plus, plus proficiency, so. Plus I tinker tools. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the formula. It's I think it's the same as the formula for thieves' tool. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Sixteen plus eight. Um, you can tell that these are not mechanical in nature. You, you okay. don't see any moving parts. You don't see any um, any signs of a mechanism. But you do... What about the, hmm? what about the wall itself? Um, I have masonry tools. Can I make a check on that? Well, like, you've already... Possibly a secret passage? You, you've already made two checks this round. Yeah, yeah. So never mind. I'll, I'll yeah. look mine next round. All right. Lissara? Um, thinking I want to move around it towards the I mean this is just like a a slope right what is the, pinging it again uh, right here where I just moved that's like a, a slope area right uh kind of a place where um some debris fell from the ceiling of this okay, so... large cave system so yeah i'm gonna step up back here and mm -hmm. see if i can see like uh any manner of opening this door um that would be an investigation check Alrighty. Not much of a bonus, but it's something. Yeah, well, it's plus seven. That's not bad. That's supposed to be a plus seven. Hold on, let me check that. Yeah, investigation plus seven. I'm looking right at your right at your character sheet. Okay. Yeah. No, I was checking with the character sheet I've got on my tablet to make sure. Okay. That, that was. I just wanted to make sure. All right, yeah. So. Oh, okay. All right, 24. You, what languages do you, oh, wait, uh, languages, orc, draconic, and dwarvish, okay. I, I, I just had to quickly glance at your character sheet. You look at the yeah. door, and it looks like a solid piece of metal, Um, save for a small small, not even a gap, just a, a place where you can see these two pieces of metal can join. There are no handles. There are no connective parts. And even when you look at the edge that you're standing on, you don't even see a hinge of any kind. Outside of the door, okay. Yep. Um... Hmm. 
And by, yeah, the, by and... the by, despite the, just real quick, despite the way this looks on your map, these things kind of imagine that they are uh, a carving on the door, and then the from like their the right or left side of their neck down their body out, like they're leaning out of the door and presenting you with the flame. Mm-hmm. That's that's the way these are are carved in. So, you could actually, you could actually see, like the door. You can see where the door is at. Uh, thinking I'm gonna. Is there anything else that I've noticed about it, these? carvings and the door um on the carvings with your with your um investigation check you also notice that the carving that there are words carved over both demons Mm -hmm. and it's an abyssal Mm. the language is abyssal Is there anything else you would like to do? I'll allow you to use your bonus action to make another check or do or do something. Or are you just going to uh, stand by? Just going to say, uh, hey, hey, Diff, you, you wouldn't happen to know any abyssal, would you? Uh, uh, D- Diff responds, I can't say that I do, love. And then you hear Ross speak up, I know of it. And you read the words above the door, above the carvings. Oh, I accidentally clicked on the Drake companion. Um, Diff goes on ahead and moves aside, and Rost walks up towards the warmer side, you know, staying clear of where the divide is in the light and shadow. Looks up and squints and reads, "To To make the move... Wait, and he he takes a moment and like really mulls it over in his head, and he goes, "Oh yes, translation, not transliteration. To open, you must unite the flames. Light and dark must exist in order for a world of chaos." Oh, brilliant. Uh. You and Suka can't really touch the cold. Uh, I'll, I'll do it. Actually, um, I, I wait. Actually, you don't have to, cause, uh, um, just give me one second, and I can actually have my Drake do it. Have your Drake do what? Uh, touch the flame. The cold one without taking any damage whatsoever. You sure about that? I mean, yes. he'll lose it. I mean, yeah, I lose um, one of the five chances to summon him. But, I mean, changing him to a cold drake instead of um, the lightning drake. 
Well, seems worth it. Well, I'm not. The cold's not bothering me horribly, so that's that's the only reason I was saying I could do it. Well, Lacer, it's physically touching the fire. I'm just saying. Yeah. What What are you attempting to do? I'm just gonna take one of my plain arrows and. That should be enough to bridge the gap between the two flames. Okay, so you're just gonna you're gonna set a normal I'm arrow, set a normal arrow onto uh, the area where they're holding the flames out. That should be enough to bridge the gap and let them join. Okay, uh, you pull an arrow. I'm not gonna have you roll anything for it. You pull a regular arrow out of your quiver. And look at it, look at the two, and almost like uh, that scene in um, in Indiana Jones, you take it very carefully, like, make sure it's centered, and then set it in between the two hands, and it rests there. The fire not consuming it, and the cold, dark flame not doing anything to it, and it's just resting in between. Well, shit. I guess I'll... Of all the times for us to, you know, have, like, uh, control plane. Um, Diff goes... Diff goes on ahead and walks up, because he hasn't taken his action yet. He, he walks up to where, where the arm is, and goes, well, if they have to meet, and he grabs the arm, not hard, but like takes the arm, puts his hand next to it and gives it a little bit of a push and it seems to move like you're moving an actual arm. And he okay. goes, oh, and, and moves it towards the center. Your arrow clatters on the ground. Yeah, I was actually going to grab it before it enough to fall. Alright, you do so. And just if, if I could just go ahead and Push the other arm towards the center, since he just realized it moved. All right, I, I will give you that opportunity to do that. Okay, so both arms are <laughs> to the center. Yes, when you see the two hands meet, you know, one side to the other, the flames mix and meld into one another. And almost seem like they're trying to cancel each other out until finally the flames die. And you start hearing this groan. It starts off light at first. It starts off light at first, but then it just slowly... it slowly starts to occur to you that something is wrong. Diff takes a moment and steps back and says, I don't like the way this looks as the, as these demon edifices begin to pull away from the door. Um. I, I kind of have. Do we get like a round of preparation for that? Uh, you get, you you all get one round to at the very least move away. I, I, I move 
back and bumped into Chuck. Um, I'm not gonna move away. I'm just gonna cast Armor of Agassiz on myself. Since I'm right next to the fire one. It makes sense. Yeah. And because the way temporary hit points work, I keep the 14 while maintaining... Oh. Uh... That's one of the reasons why I said to move back. You, you should be able to... There you go. Okay. Oh. And so, you know, what steps out before you are these large, almost ghostly white demons that have, like, sunken faces, um, wings that almost look like they're paper-thin, um, and looks almost like a sunken corpse. And they get to go first. Oh, shit. Yeah, so... This one moves forward because it immediately assumed a target on Lysera and Diff. And it's going to go on ahead and make two claw attack or a claw yeah two, a claw attack on Lysera, a claw attack on Diff and then attempt to attack it with it, its tail that it has a stinger on it. So, that is a 26 to hit, Lysera? Yeah. Alright, you take 9 damage. Alright. 26 to hit? Yeah. Are you going to calculate your own damage, or am I? Lysera? Will I take any damage it. this time? Oh, you already did it? Yeah. It it was just the 9-10, so... Alright, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Alright. So it's going to make another claw attack. This one against Diff. Come on. There it goes. 23 to hit. That hits. And 12 damage to... Diff. That's not what I was doing. Maybe minus 12. And then it's going to attempt to sting Diff. Oh, clicked on the wrong thing. Um, that's an 11 that actually misses Diff. The second Bone Devil, it's going to make a claw attack at Suka. That's a 27 to hit. That hits. Alright. You take 10 slashing damage. Uh, it takes uh, 5 cold damage. Armor All right. Okay. Okay. Um, when the when the shards of ice hit it, it 
when the when the shards of ice hit it from your armor of Agathes, it doesn't seem to affect it as much. It's going to make uh, a claw attack at your Drake. That's a fifteen. Uh, it its claws bounce off. Okay, and it's going to attempt a sting attack at your Drake. Uh, that's another fifteen, so that misses. All right, Lissara, it's your turn. Hey, I am gonna go with. Or actually, no, it's uh, it's actually uh, Suka's turn. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm going to. Um, let's see. When do... like my exploits curse? Does that come back on? Uh... It comes back on a short rest, so I think it'd be important to use it on. Yeah. On this guy, uh, let's see. Uh, so I have to use my bonus action to do it. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll use it on my hexblade curse. So my Drake won't be able to attack, but if I roll a 19 or a 20, it crits. So, you... so I'm now I'm a swing my my neat little venomous dagger at it. All right, let me go on ahead and some kind of purple indicator on it. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Alright, 20, uh, 23 does hit. Um, 2 DC con saves? Yeah, DC 15. Okay, um, you stab it with its dagger, with your dagger, twice. Is this a con save against your Hexblade's curse or against the poison? The poison. That okay. Curse automatically takes um, you stab it, you stab it twice, one, two, and you see the poison ooze out of the wound, but it doesn't seem to be affected by it. Okay. Um. All right. Well, I still crit with the dagger anyway. So. Yes. Well, that sucks. This sucks for it. It because I rolled three fours out of all my d fours. So. Okay. Eight, nine, ten, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, twenty-seven piercing damage. All right. <laughs> that did hurt it, but it's still it's still up and up and moving. Drake's reaction since he won't be able to attack to add two more d6 of lightning damage to this thing. So that's another 11 on top of the 27. 11 on top of the 27? 
so 38 damage total. All right. It's it's hurt, but it's it's still standing. Um, after Suka, you want Tizzy to do anything, or are you you good? Um, I'm going to have Tizzy go over to Lacera and give the help action. Okay, Lacera is now your turn. All right, I'm going. <coughs> Let's see, help action gives advantage on a roll? Yes. Okay. So I will crit pitch. Yep, Tizzy is flying around this thing's head and just, you, you see it like distracted, swatting at it, trying to get it to go away. Um, if, Lis if Lysera can understand Draconic... She would understand Tizzy is absolutely dissing the crap out of the, the bone devil. Yeah, and that, that's Alrighty. that's what this is, is a bone devil. Alrighty, uh, the first hit is going to be a 25. That hits. And the second hit is going to be a 16. Uh, the 16 misses. Alrighty, well... And I'm going to use my bonus action to add 56. And since that first strike is the one that hit, I'm also going to, uh, yeah, Hunter's Mark. And it's going to get an extra D6 for the, uh, the foe thing. Okay, I'll retroactively say you Hunter's Marked it. Go on ahead and yeah. roll up the damage. Slayer's Prey. All right, so it's going to be... <laughs> Ten plus five, and add. Where are they? Six. And five. Yep. Okay. So, I'll so go ahead. Eighteen points of damage. Add a token, Hunter's Mark. There you go. It is Hunter's marked. You can barely see it, but it's there. Yeah. And remember, Diff will have advantage because I'm engaged in melee. Yep, and he is he is Le Rogue. He does take a half step back because he is he is halfway he is halfway covered by this thing. There we go. Just moves back just a little bit, not enough to get out of range. And he will take two swipes at it with his rapier as he draws his rapier. And that was a damage roll and accident. Let's see if it actually hit. Okay, 29 does hit. So 10 damage and a 12 does not hit. So 10 damage in total. You forgot your sneak attack damage because advantage. Oh, yes. Sneak attack damage. Uh, let's see. I don't remember if that's the rate or 46 at this point. It is 76. 22. So it takes an additional 22 damage. Alright. So next is... Rost. Rost doesn't have enough time 
to really react enough time to drop his weights. So he just goes on ahead and attacks the same one that that Diff just attacked. Uh, let's see. Yep, he is going to. He is going to do two unarmed strikes. That is a ten that misses and a sixteen that also misses. Man, he can't. He can't hit for anything. And if I remember correctly, when it comes to. Um, when it comes to Flurry of Blows, after you take an attack at action on your turn... Oh, I can just do two more unarmed strikes. Really? They don't have to connect? It says immediately after you take an attack action on your turn, you can expend one key point to make two unarmed strikes as a bonus action. Okay. Uh, so, at least that's the way it's set up in Shard, so I'll let it roll... So he's going to actually expend two key points to do weighted blows. So he is going to take those two attack actions. What is his weighted blows up to right now? He is level 14. So it's uh, two unarmed strikes plus if they connect two... It's a... yeah, so the hit is 18. That does not hit. Man, he why is he not hitting for crap? And a 23, finally something connects. So that is 7 damage, 7 bludgeoning plus... Three, so seven and ten. So that's ten damage. Man, he only was able to do ten damage that round. That blows. Every little bit helps. Yeah, and he he goes on ahead and stands there, like I can't hit this thing. Chuck is going to attempt to go to the aid of Suka running around Suka to get to this side of this enemy. And he is going to make uh, three spear attacks against this thing. That is a 27 that hits, a 23 that hits, and an 18 that misses. So he's going to take eight it's going to take 8 and 18 damage so that is 26 damage if I'm calculating that correctly Chuck the boulder is amazing yep he's doing pretty good and now it is the bone devil's turns Bone Devil, that's at Lacera. Since Lacera was the one that swiped at her, he's going to do... Less damage than death. Actually, you're, actually, you're right. He's not going to swipe at you or death. He has something buzzing around his head that he's mad at. 
Um, does a 25 okay. hit hit Tizzy? Suka? Uh, yes. A, a Tizzy. Alright. Tizzy takes seven slashing damage. Okay. Um, Tizzy's actually at half health, so. Alright. Okay. As a 27 hit Tizzy. Yes. Uh, did, did you add in Tizzy's temps? Oh yeah, Tizzy got uh, temp, so never mind. Yeah, fourteen temps. So, okay, so the second second attack lands. That's another ten damage. So out of your temps, you should now be down downing into her health. Yeah. So you're down three points. Yep. So she's down three points. Yeah, only down three points. So yep. she still has plenty of health. And whipping the stinger around behind, or whipping the stinger around behind it, it attacks Diff with the stinger. That is a twenty-one that does hit, and that is seven damage on Diff. And no calculations for poison, because <laughs> I'm figuring that stinger has got poison. Oh, it does. But here's the wonderful oh. thing. You guys had had a hero's feast. And so That's why I said no calculation. There, there, you are immune. 100% immune. So that bone devil is going to stay where it's at. This bone devil. Oh. The one that's so over... Known as yep, the one that's over by Suka is going to relentlessly attack Chuck because it sees it as more of a threat. So yeah. that's a 19. 19 does hit Chuck. Um, can I possibly use my reaction to use Defensive Duelist to block the attack for Chuck? Sure. Alright. It'll uh, eat up your reaction, but sure. Um, how much is it blocked so, by? Uh, it increases Chuck's AC by five. So, so that's... Effectively, I cast shield on him. Yeah, um, it, it's like it misses. He jumps the way and just parries it with the dagger. Yeah, it misses. It's going to still attack at Chuck. That's a 25 to hit. And I think you can and only do... Anyway. Yeah, you can only do defensive duelist once, right? It wouldn't be for the rest of the turn, would it? Uh, yeah, I think it only parries one attack. Yeah, it, it only parries one. Although, I usually do use it like shield where it lasts for the rest of the turn. Yep, so... Yeah. That's... But even if it did, it still would have hit. Eight damage that Chuck takes. To his temps. Yep. And it's going to... Whip out its stinger at Yusuka. Is uh, a 24 hit? Uh, yes. Alright. All you take because you're immune to poison is 11 damage. I'm not immune to poison. I am resistant. No, uh, you're you, had, you had a hero's feast. You're immune. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. never mind. Uh, how much damage? Yeah, so 
Just uh, 11. You've still got three temps left. Yep. Uh, no, I am out of temps because I got hit. Oh, you already took a hit? Yeah, so... Okay. Uh, four minus 11. Yep, so... You're hit. Alright, so... Now we are down to Suka's turn. Suka, what are you doing? Okay, uh, I got my HP down. So, so my dagger's not being very useful, and uh, I'm gonna save my bonus action for my Drake. So I will. Um, I'm 14th level, so I can do this. Uh, I Eldritch Blast. So, three beams. Right at the guy in front of me. Okay, you know that's a ranged attack and you're a point blank, correct? Yeah, but it's a spell attack, so there's no disadvantage. Oh, do you have a uh, Warcaster? Uh, no, but I did not think close range Elder did Blatt that. Is affected by the range. Yep. Eldritch Blast is a is a ranged attack. Okay, so disadvantage. But I still get to make three attacks. Yes. Okay. So does a nineteen hit? Barely. Okay, then all of them hit. Okay. Because the lowest I got was a 19. Alright. So what are your damages? Don't forget you have your Hexblade's Curse on it. Yes, I do. Which sucks that it was at disadvantage, because that means I couldn't get a 19. Um, but I still do an extra 5 damage. Even though I don't have a uh, Agonizing Bell Agonizing Blast. Yeah. Ooh. So, roll a six, a nine, and ten. So, so. Twenty-five. Nineteen. Twenty-five plus fifteen is forty. So, yeah. So forty-four damage. Which All right. I doubt it resists. It does not. It it hurt it. Next to nothing resists force damage. Yep, and it it's not a it it has it's uh, weak against force, but it hurt it. it. Forty damage. It hurt it. Well, yeah, forty damage generally hurts things. All right. Um, would it be possible for my Drake to you know, you know, scoot around and get over here? Yes, you would be in combat with both, but yes. But now he's flanking, so he has advantage. Yes. Alright. <laughs> 17 and natural 20. Alright, the 17 misses, but the natural 20 does hit. He was rolling with advantage, so the 20 is the advantage. He only gets one okay. attack, but... Okay. Uh, 
<laughs> so great anyways. I believe... Um... I need to look at my Drake companion stuff for a second. Um... Okay, so... So, 1d6 for the bite, which is piercing. It's doubled to 2d6. Does another 2d6, because that gets doubled, because of the damage type he'll do. Yeah. And I'll use his reaction to do another 2d6. Okay. So, I'm doing... 66 worth of damage. Yep. With a single bite. Yep. Living taser. Here we go. Living taser. Yep. I rolled three fives and three fourths. Okay. Go on ahead and add those up. Uh, so, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, plus fifteen. That's it's twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. And plus five, because I add my proficiency bonus to his damage. Plus 32. Three, plus another three because of his strength. 35. Yep. All right. So a 35 damaging bite. Yep, it's hanging on by a thread. You can see it wavering. Its wing is broken at an angle. It's it's the ribs that you can see through its paper-like skin are like crumpled and it's got burn marks all over it uh tizzy's gonna fly over here okay kind of tizzy's buried under there uh so yeah. i'm i'm gonna put him there okay he is by the drake all right so he didn't so he didn't move. actually he can just move right over where rost is that that probably is better. okay so um he's now technically flanking with chuck so also advantage and I'm going to have him do the sting attack. Uh, 19 on the die plus whatever pseudo dragon's bonuses. Okay, uh, that hits. It's like three, three, four. Yeah, so. Uh, your pseudo dragon is a plus four, so yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's why I said three or four. Uh, too, too bad, Hexblade doesn't apply to the pseudo dragon no sadly it's only for you that'd be freaking awesome uh he does 1d4 yep three plus one i think um so actually according to this it says your sting attack for your pseudo dragon oh wait no, i'm looking at the bone devil never mind go on <laughs> Oh, wait. Oh, here we go. Um, oh, it's five damage. Five damage. Okay. With a sting. All right. And the, you see the that bone devil just kind of screech and crumple to the ground and just lay there. The best fighter is the pseudo dragon. <laughs> he right. does a, a cheerful little dance and says something to the other one. He dances on the corpse. 
Oh yeah, he insults it heavily. Yep. It's like, this is what will happen to you. Lissera, <laughs> it is your turn. Alright, uh... You, you have advantage because uh, my Drake is flanking with you. Yep. Alrighty. So we're going to do this and this. Really? Alright, so that's a 15? Yep. That misses. Yeah. Hit attempt number two. That hits. Most definitely. 29, right. yeah. This much plus 2d6. So, 8 damage, or 10 plus 8, 18? Yep, it will be 18. Alright, is that including your Hunter's Mark? Yes, that's what the 2d6 is. It's All the right. Hunter's Mark and the Slayer's foe thing. Yeah, it's, it's hurt, but it's still standing. Well, it's Diff's turn, and All it right. still has advantage. Yep, because Diff is lay rogue. <laughs> um, he is going to attack it again with his rapier. That is a miss. Oh, wait, with advantage. I keep forgetting to do that. Roll advantage. Yes. That's I, a 21. That, that does hit. And a 29. That does hit. So he hits both times. So he gets eight and ten and seventy six of sleep. plus seventy six. Where is it at again? Right, plus ten plus seventy six. So thirty. Forty-one damage in in those two hits. All right. Next is Rost. Rost turns to. Where's Rost? There he is. Rost turns. To, yep. Rost turns to that other one and is going to make an arm strikes like usual. That is a 15. That misses. A 24. That hits. Dealing 9 damage. And... Spend another key. Yeah, he's going to spend spend another 2 key. Go back to Rost, because he's kind of buried. Alright. He's going to spend another 2 key... And he is going to use weighted blows again. He move over the corpse and get into an advantageous spot. Actually, yeah, he will do that. So he can get advantage on his rolls. So that is a 22 that hits. And a 21 that hits. 
So he does 12, 11, and an extra 2d8 of damage. So 14, that's plus 3, so 14, 16, so 26 damage. And with that last blow, Ross, uh, Ross' arm goes through, or Ro yeah, Ross' arm goes through the midsection of this bone devil. And when he pulls it back out, it just crumples to the ground in a, in a pile of shambling bones. So. You have defeated All two right. bone devils. And the doorway looks open. Yes. So... Can we see anything else? Uh, once you get over towards the door, uh, we're going back back out of combat, but we're still going to keep the same turn order. So Chuck is waiting on, Suka, on Suka's move. All right. Yeah, um, I'll just regather up uh, my forces, and we'll push forward. Okay. My Drake pretty much leading the way. As you as you pass the Bone Devil, you see that it dissolves, almost like crumples in on itself, and essentially wastes away and becomes no more. As you enter the next room, they, they, these two, um, you see two assassins, uh, much like the ones that you saw before. And they have two small creatures, one with each of them, that look kind of like the bone devil you just fought, only very small and red. And healthy. And very healthy. Okay. Um. Imps. They have not noticed you as of yet. Well, um, I will. Does me moving to the doorway count as, like, my movement as well? Or as what? part of it, yes. Okay, so that's ten... 15, 20, 25, 30. Alright, um. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the hide action. Okay. I got, I believe I have a yeah, plus 10 to myself, so 27. 27. Um, what do you see that you're hiding behind? Uh, this little round dot looks like a pillar. Okay. You'd have to be, like, directly behind it. Yeah, yeah that's better. All right. Plus, I remember, I am technically small. Yeah. So, so you are able to hide behind that. You want to keep Tizzy with you, or... 
Oh yeah, Tizzy's on my shoulder at all times. Alright. Unless I have him uh, flying around, he's with me. Alright. Chuck does not enter the room. He just comes over here and peeks around the corner. Okay. Um, my Drake has like... a move. Yes. And since it only moves like five feet, um, I'm going to have him go... Let's see. So, five. So, do, 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 do. You're going to have him going loud? I mean, it's kind of his nature, really. Uh, but yeah, right. he's going to go in and tear this assassin a new one. Okay. Another natural 20. All right. He's, but Drake's eating all my 20s. So, another 66 of damage on this guy. Um, plus 8. Okay. And you're straight up to attacking the assassin, correct? Yes. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, he... Drake is just gonna take a straight bite out of him. You said 23, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes, 23 damage. Alright. The assassin is still standing. Hurt, but still standing. <sighs> and uh, is that the rest of your uh, rest of your stuff? Uh, yes. Alright, it is now the assassin's turn. The one that you just bit into. So, since it noticed... It sees that enemies has en have entered the gate. It's going to withdraw its short sword and take two swipes at your Drake. Alright. That is a... Oh wait, it has a companion next to it, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, so... It has... Pack. Oh. It, it it has it has an imp in combat range with it. Yeah, I guess. So sneak attack is viable. Yep. So that's a twelve. <laughs> uh, that's a miss. All right. And a sixteen. Uh, plinks off his scales. Okay. Um, next so is. This assassin just got taser bit, and now he's swinging and realizes his sword can't actually hit this thing. Yep. Um, next is his imp's turn. Uh, the imp is going to <sighs> attempt to sting your Drake companion. Uh -huh. That's a nine. That misses. So their assassin. If an imp. Uh, if the imp crit fails attacking by Drake, can it just fall into the Drake's mouth? No. No. <laughs> no. Oh, it, well. it, it would it, it would be like having it directly under its paw. Yep. This 
assassin runs directly around and behind behind your drake, flanking. Not that it really needs to, it just needed to be up next to it. Yep, so that's a 24 to hit. Uh, that does hit. Alright. And a 25 and to hit. Also hits. So right. two con saves for this guy. Two con saves? Are you saying con saves for your uh, Drake? I assume, like, since they're the same type of assassins, they have the poisonous daggers. Yes, but you had the Hero's Feast, and your Drake ate of it. Oh, yeah, yeah so never mind. Yep, so... Yeah, you, you don't have to do any con saves for poison. I forget, I forget that. Yep, so you take... So you're... Drake takes seven piercing and eight piercing and fifteen sneak attack damage. Okay, Ouch. one momento. Okay, what's the total damage he takes? <sighs> seven plus eight plus fifteen. So I think that grand total comes up to thirty. So, 30 damage. Yep. Alright, so... And... He eats his temps, and he is now uh, using up his actual health. Yep, and this imp flies in and attempts to make make a sting attack against your drake. That's a 10. That doesn't hit anything. (laughs) And completely fails. Alright. Because Drake's tail just flicks it away from him. Like it's a mosquito. Yes. Lacera, it's your turn. Or le- yes. Yeah, Lacera, it's your turn. Blah. This guy, uh, in, in the uh, behind the pillar in front of me, um, I'm about to just like shake him in the neck. Uh, this is gonna be fun. Alright, I'm gonna go up to here because here can sound the Combat. Stuff. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go here. Okay. And shift my hunter mark <sighs> to. Yeah, number 14. Number 14, that is an imp. Imp is yes. hunter's marked. Alright, and... Flip over to my bow. I'm just going to use a regular arrow on it, I think. Okay. That hits. Right. 28's hit. Yep, and let's see, is a 12 hit? Yes. Uh, no, actually a 12 misses. Armor class 13. Alright. That one just sailed, like, right under its tail. Oh, we'll see. Go on ahead and roll damage. Alright. Okay. 
All right, six damage, and your D6. So seven damage in total? Yep. All right. It's still flying. It's hurt. It's it's pretty badly hurt, but it's still yeah, airborne. It, it, and it, the other arrow literally just went between its tail and its legs. Yes. It, it felt the first one and shifted. When it shifted in pain, it flew past him and pinged off the back wall. So, that's all of your stuff? Uh, yeah. That's all I can do right at the moment. Diff, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Uh, gets to about here, next to Suka. Um, all the while putting away his, his rapier, and then pulls out his, pulls out his bow and he is going to make two attack two attacks one on the imp that you just shot actually no he's going to do a one on the imp past that and then um shoot at the imp that you just shot uh, so, is he required to be in melee with them or just a uh, just friendly? a companion just a friendly okay so he has advantage on both hits Yep, so crit fishing, that is a 29 to hit, that hits, and he is going to do, okay, it's all right here, nice, um, he's going to do 9 damage plus sneak attack, that's 25, so 25 plus 9 is 34, 34 damage. You see the imp get hit, and the arrow sails. The, ground. the arrow sails through it. It doesn't fall to the ground. It just erupts into this small, like, poof of fire, of fire and smoke, and then just disappears. He levels the bow at the other one, and gives a nice uh, shooty shooty McShooty face. Oh, come on. Hit with the short bow. There you go. With advantage. That is a 22 to hit. That hits. And I'm not even going to roll damage on it because it's a plus 5 and it doesn't have even plus 5 damage left. <clears throat> with that being said, it also just into flame and 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 that or a small pile of ash and, that falls to the ground with uh, his arrowhead. Well, the the small the small pile of ash, like before the ash can touch the ground, it just disappears. Because if you remember, the and, arrow shaft. Oh, okay, the arrow shaft. The arrow shaft is scorched. It's it's not consumed, but it's scorched. Okay. All right. After diff is rost. He has butt tons of movement. Moves into melee with this first with this assassin and goes on ahead and takes his attacks. Um that would be a twelve. I think that misses. I'm pretty sure it does. Yes, it does miss. 
a 12 and a 20. 20 does hit. He deals 12 damage to this assassin. And he is going to expend one key point. Yeah, he's, no, he's going to expend a key point and take a widened stance. You've seen him take this stance before his foot makes contact with the ground and the ground reverberates with that step. He is using... He is using a movable stone. Alrighty. So, uh, next is Chuck. You know Chuck. Chuck is going to move 10 feet here and then move... Oh, accidentally grabbed you. I apologize. And then he is going to move 20 feet here. Actually, it'd be 20 feet there. And he's going to take a, attacks against this assassin. Spear thrust one, that is a nine that that misses. Two, nine that misses. Three, nine that misses. Or eight that misses. Holy crap, Chuck can't hit for crap. Chuck, you killed a purple worm. One more this time. should be easy with you. Three nines seem suspicious. Well, let's see, roll it one more time. Yeah, just to see. 24. So, yeah. Okay, count the, the... that one. <sighs> Alright, fine. Also, isn't he technically, like, partially flanking? Nope. No, no. no so, I'll go on ahead and let him have the 13 damage. Alright. Yeah. Because <clears throat> three nines in a row, that... Just well, he he, like he rolled a glitch. he rolled a two, a two, and a, and a one. Yeah, like I said, that sounds like an algorithm glitch. So next is Suka. Suka, what are you doing? I step out from behind the pillar and immediately just start stabbing this man in the back repeatedly. And since I'm like only four feet tall, my stab length is like just. Right, like right above his pelvis. So, like, I'm severing his spine at this point. So he's gonna be a paraplegic. Okay. And since I'm flanking, I have advantage. Yep. Okay, seventeen plus fifteen and nineteen plus fifteen. Those both hit. Only Hexblade Curse. I could change it to yep. this guy. But I can't unless I took more levels of Warlock. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I need him to make two DC 15 con saves. Alright. That is a 17 and a 22. He crit on the second one. Okay. So, both of them are halved. Okay, so just raw piercing damage, he takes 10 and 13, so 23 piercing. Alright. Okay, now, first set of poison. 
which will be halved. 23. Uh, 23 halved is... 11. 11, and then halved again because they're resistance to poison. So that drops it down to 5. Yep, that drops it down to 5. So that's 5. And what's the and... second mount? Uh, 32. 32 dropped to 15, correct? No. no Drop to 16. To 16. And Drop gets 16 and eight. gets quartered to 8. Yep. Alright, he's still standing, but he's hurt bad. Oh. Um, I was doing the wrong one. I will switch them around. There we go. That's my bad. Okay. Um, my Drake is gonna bite that one then. Alright. Advantage. Yes. Okay. Does, uh... Plus three adds my proficiency bonus, so... Plus eight to hit. So, 23 to hit. That hits. Glad he had advantage, because he rolled a nat one on the other one. Yep. Alright, two. I'm going to do... Oh! Get back here, D6. No! It's running away! Uh, he's going to use his own reaction on himself to deal extra D6 damage. Alright. And... So, 3D6 total. Okay. So 13 points of damage. 13. Uh, plus. 8. 13 plus 8. Okay. Got that. And he falls to the ground dead. Basically. Or he just goes limp in your like, Drake's teeth. Yeah. Basically, the way the Drake does it is, um. Since I chose the form of Legiacris, like an actual crocodile, he latches onto the dude's neck and goes into a death roll and rips his head off. Yeah, that sounds about right. Alrighty. Flawless victory. Alright. Lacera is... Oh. Go on. Thing, Tizzy's gonna give Chuck advantage with help. Okay. Lacera. Going to move just up here so I can get a really good clear shot. And I'm gonna use one of my fun arrows on this guy and move my hunter's mark to it. Alright. I will populate the hunter's mark. Oh. Wrong thing. Yeah, I accidentally did something. Hunter's mark attributed. He is Marky Marked. All right. Oh, that hits. 28. Crit. I know, 28. Yeah. All right. Do this here for the arrow damage. And add on 
Park. Alright. Three fives. Holy shit. Yeah, and I got a six on my hunter's mark. Nice. So that's gonna be 17 plus six damage. Alright. Uh, and it's psychic and force damage, so I'm <laughs> not resistant to it. Alright. And that arrow causes him to have a DC 15 wisdom save. Wisdom. That is a fail, madam. Bodie. Right. He gets to use his entire movement to run away from me. Yep, and what is the damage? Oh, I already gave you the damage. Okay, so he's going to use his entire move to run? Yep. Alright. Which he... means Chuck and, uh... Oh no, you already used the Drake's reaction, so Chuck gets an opportunity yep. to attack on him as he runs away from him. That's about as far as he can move? Me. It's also yep. at advantage because yep. Tizzy. Because Tizzy is helping. Yes, so Chuck gets to smack him with a spear on the butt as he starts running away. Actually, he's not going to hit him with a spear. Okay. <clears throat> that is a 21 that does hit for nine damage. And it is a DC 15 strength saving throw. He succeeds. Okay, he does run away. Um, you see Chuck just like as Titty's flying around this guy's head as he's trying to run away. Um, Chuck just backhands him with his shield. Oh, shield bash. Fun. Yep. But he he ends up he ends up like rolling, getting back up, and running to the other side, other corner of the room. So, all right, you have another arrow, madam. Yes, I do, and I'm gonna go ahead and. Well, it does do more damage. I'm just gonna go ahead and do. Um... Well, he's at least somewhere south of half. By the way, since my grandparents are here, we may have to cut this a little short. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and do... Let's see, do I have another enough landing arrows to do this? Heck. Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah, I'll go ahead and do one more manning arrow. Alright. Go on ahead and roll me that sweet, sweet attack. 26, that does hit. 13 damage. That's the D6. Also, by the way... Um, 14 damage. And he, he also has, has a reaction. Save. And because he can't attack... 10, but he's he's run into the corner of the room. He has nowhere to run. No, he... I, I was I talking for... about the opportunity when... attack. Yeah. I, I know. I'm, I, I'm letting Lacera know that him running away, he can't get any further. Uh, go on ahead. See if Tizzy can hit him. Alright. Oh, Bodie, you 
That hits. Oh, it's plus four to hit, so 17 plus four. But it does hit. And this is going to go for the fight. Max damage, so six. Six damage? Yeah. Alright. He's still up, but he's hurt. Alright, next is. That was Lissera, next is Diff. Uh, attack bonus. Yep. Yeah. Gets to about there and takes a shot with his bow. That is a 14 that misses and a 26 that hits for 11 damage. Alright, this assassin is really, really hurt. Rost moves the rest of the way up into this guy's into this guy's business and takes two unarmed strikes at him, because that's what monks do. That is a twenty-one and a twenty-three to hit. He has actually made two attacks in succession for eleven and nine damage, so that is twenty in total. The assassin also, just like the one before, just drops like a hot, like a sack of potatoes with its, or like a puppet with its strings cut. And now you're standing back in the, in this room with no enemies in sight. Staircase off to my. Uh, would that be left or right? That would be off to your character's left. Okay. So, uh, we've got a choice to make. Do we want to go to the left or do we want to go up the stairs past the corpse? Um. I vote the stairs. You also have two doors, uh, one with a body in front of it, and another one that is a little bit, a little bit north oh, yeah. of your Drake. I couldn't tell that, that that was a door. I'll just put Tizzy next to it. Yeah, that's a door. Take a peek in, and and then I guess you, you could peek into the door you're in front of Suka. If you want. Uh, by the way, I hate to do this, but it's nine o'clock, and since I do have family here, uh, I should probably spend some time with them. So. All, right. All right. We can go on ahead we and. Yeah, we can yeah, go we, on ahead we, and. We um, week. Yeah, we can we can go on ahead and have instead of a short break like we normally do a fifteen minute break, we'll do a week long break, and when we come back, we can finish this all up. Yeah. Uh, yes. All right. Uh, I appreciate that very much. Thank you, Scott. Alrighty. Yeah, not. It's 
Christmas this weekend. Yeah. So. Yep. So, all right. We will return next week. Hi, this is Scott. Thank you for listening to Arcosaur D&D on your podcast platform of choice. So, while we have this break, uh, please feel free to go to our website, ArcosaurTT.com, and check out any kind of merch or games that we currently have on our website. And, uh, yeah, have a good break. We'll be back in a bit. <laughs>